I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no, did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Oops! The Podcast. I'm Julio Gallarotti, joined by the plant boy behind me, looking good. I will be at the House of Comedy in Detroit the end of September, October 14th, uh, hereafter at the Crocodile in Seattle, and the 10th and 11th of November in St. Pete, Florida. I am joined today by the legend himself. You guys know him. You love him. Hilarious comedian, podcaster, my old friend. Give it up for Danny Palmer, everybody. Thank you, John. <laughs> Thank you, John. I had to get a quick cough in there at the end. That was right. no disrespect, Danny. Uh, welcome to the show, dude. How Thanks, are you, bro. man? I'm great. This is amazing. Feeling good to be here? Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's yeah, sick. Good to have you in the mix, dude. Good yeah. to have you in the mix. Um, you know, we've been meaning to get you on here for a while, and uh, this is a good time. So we're looking forward to having you here. Good Love shit. Um, so, dude, I... You know, so many things to ask you, dude. We got a lot going on. People are so curious. I've tried my best to kind of curate an image of you uh, that you know. I hope you'll be. That I hope you'll live up to here. I will do my best on the pod. You got a lot going on. Uh, you know, there's things about Danny that I find to be unique. Uh, he's a guy with a full time career who also kind of approaches comedy as like a parallel full time endeavor, which I think is an impressive and difficult thing to do. Uh, Danny is very OCD. <laughs> he is extremely regimented in a way that is something is a spectacle. <laughs> it's interesting to see him, uh, get through his life. He's also been single for a long time out in the streets. Uh, and he was also the, uh, he was sort of the centerpiece of a couple of our bits on the last episode that we had with Ricky, the last guest episode. Uh, so we want to give him kind of an opportunity to lend his perspective there and kind of dive into all of those topics. So first, right out of the gate, dude, I, I wanted to make sure you listened to that episode before you came on. Uh, I don't know if you have any, but re any rebuttals. I did. Um, to add? Any rebuttals? I don't know. Anything worth adding to contextualize any of that? Well, I can contextualize the OCD thing you just said. Okay, sure. Let's get right in there. <laughs> because I feel like, I mean, maybe that's the case, but I feel like ever since I moved here, like my comic buddy's like, oh, let's just break into Danny's house and set up some sick videos. And meanwhile, I have to have a fucking day job, you know? Like I have to be disciplined. You guys are like, it's crazy to be disciplined during the day. I'm like, no, it's normal. You guys are the maniacs. <laughs> well, it's funny. That, that tactic was very effective for many years until some of us started to actually earn a living doing this yeah. and then that argument became less piercing dude i have a job You're like so do we dude. so do we and we're making more <laughs> <laughs> so true bro better come up with a new one danny uh I'm like what is ricky dressing like oh wait ricky's very successful my bad <laughs> <laughs> so dude we've been out here in these streets doing a ton of comedy um it's been fun, dude. It has been fun. It's been fun doing it together. It's been man. a long time, too. It's been a long time. So, dude, where should we start here? I mean, there's so many different things. First of all, I think one of my favorite stories right now, one of your ongoing sagas, is your romance with your laundry person. <laughs> I knew that was going to come up. <laughs> Danny somehow swept his uh, laundry lady <laughs> off her feet, and they are now are in sort of this you know, hot romance 
Uh, it's unclear, I wouldn't go that far. Unclear where they're at specifically in it. And, you know, we don't want to... This isn't going to be mean-spirited in any way. I'm just curious. I would like to hear the story of how you swept your laundry lady off her feet. <laughs> I think she came after me. I mean, well, here it's like... It goes back to the like spending time with people in person instead of like outsourcing. Like if you, I used to send my laundry out and this guy would bring it to me, but my new apartment, there's a laundry place right underneath me. I'm like, well, that doesn't, that doesn't make sense for me to send it. Like just have them come right upstairs. Well, is it more weird. expensive to have them come inside? Uh, no, I just oh, tip more, but then I, I end mm-hmm. up tipping pretty good anyways. But yeah, so then I would just go down there every week. So I had a reason to interact with this lady and she's very attractive. Mm-hmm. And then one day I brought Corinne Fisher's dog down there and she sent me a text after and was like, Oh, I'm so, because I was dog sitting. She's like, oh, it must be so nice to be able to jump up and down in your bed and sleep next to you. And I was like, oh, mm. I thought this was strictly laundry. Well, well, well. Well, well, well. <laughs> the oh, well. old dog wingman, dude. Tales yeah. old as time. Tales, dude, 100%. Tales as old as time. Shout out to Kern Fisher uh, for finessing that for you. So you, you were going, I want to get, I want to like really break this down. So you'd go in there. <laughs> And you drop the laundry off and you'd be like, hey. And she'd be like, oh, Danny. Like, was there any flirt, any flirting happening along the way? A little bit. She was kind of like the classic, like, shut you down. Nothing there. You know, I'd like make a teasing. I'd tell her she looked prettier. I liked her outfit. Okay. So you would say you look pretty today. Yeah. And she'd be like, shake her head and like, uh, you know, I'd like touch her, like the her lower back <laughs> on the way out. You just like a little, a little gray, just a little grazing, you know. You touch her lower back, or just like out. her elbow, just like a little bit. Is she be not like, behind the counter? How she, are you accessing? Oh, well that's, she's coming behind the counter to like walk me out to the front of the shop, you know. So she'd walk around to open the door for you. Yeah, yeah. And you'd be like, "Thanks," and you, you'd give I, her a, you'd, oh, just a little initiating a little, of the contact. A little. Yeah. Have you seen Boardwalk Empire when the Nucky's uh, Goomba or whatever touches Margaret perhaps, on the perhaps. elbow? It's been a while. To indicate but, interest. It was lo- okay. a little bit of that. Well, it's kind of like when you're you're flirting with somebody at a party and you're like, <laughs> and you go, uh huh, and you like, you quickly. That's uh, the contact is like this. Contact be- builds. Okay, so right. you go in there and she'd be like, "Oh, Mr. Danny, you got a big <laughs> load today," and you'd be like, "Haha, yeah, you know, I haven't been able to come down. I've been super busy," and she's like, "Oh, I bet you are," and then you said, "You know, you look really good today." She'd be like, thanks, Danny. You do too. Like, do you have some sort of skincare routine? Is this the person who gave you the skincare stuff? Uh, no, different, different person. person. Okay. Oh, I'm sure that girl's going to hate me now after this. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. The timeline is murky. Timeline's here. murky. So, uh, so then the laundry person, you're grazing her back when you have the opportunity. You're not being a creep. Clearly it worked. Yeah. Uh, and at some point, so were you ever thinking you would be forceful or were you kind of like, all right, this is like my laundry person. This maybe is not what I want to. Yeah. I don't think that I would have initiated anything unless she made it very clear that she was interested. If she hadn't sent that text about the jumping up and down my bed, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have done anything. So what did you say in reply to the jumping up and down in the bed comment? Uh, what did I say? I, I don't remember exactly. I probably said something like, oh, well you can, you can stop by. And then, yeah, then we started talking about her coming by, like to hang out, mm. you know? Yeah. Oh, and then another time she noticed that there was a pair of uh, panties in my uh, laundry and she commented that on that to me over text. That is wildly unprofessional and outside the bounds of laundry. <laughs> Lady, <laughs> but welcome relations. But welcomed. Yeah, but welcomed. I was like, said, what's this you? doing in here? Yeah, exactly. Mm. So uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> she sounds like a real fox, Danny. So she does. So then she eventually, she's pretty. So then how then she came upstairs one day 
Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, we fooled around a little bit. I don't know how much depth they're going to go. We don't have to get into too much depth. (laughs) But so, so you, how did that go down for all the lovers out there? Looking for a fun connection. Well, careful your AirPods, by the way, have fallen from oh, your thank pocket. You. Well, she, um, one, I mean, once a girl's coming over to your apartment, you kind of know like something's up. Like, so I, at that point, I was like, all right, I'm just gonna put a move on her. I think when she came in the door, I like leaned in to kiss her, and then she like pretended like she didn't want to be kissed and like turned her head. And then I was like, all right. And then, and then she turned her head back. You know, it's like the whole like, get, no, it's me. No, yeah, uh, coy. I'm coy. I'm not coy. You know, which this is a dangerous game to play these days. Yeah, the, exactly. The, you know, no is you not know, no, but just no, like yeah, no like, means no. Yeah. However, I'm saying she was in, <laughs> like with her eye. It's not like saying no. Right, right, right. You, All I was doing was trying to kiss her. Yeah. You did the. You did the. She, she's like, oh hey, Danny, and you're like, hey, and you're like, <laughs> the lean in. You know when you you're like afraid to do it because it's like awkward. So you kind of like. You're like, should I talk? But you're also like going to kiss. So you just end up making a noise. You're like, I'm just going to. Yeah. I'm just going <laughs> to. And then she'll be like, <laughs> like put, put her head down. And then you kind of use your nose to push her nose up. Mm-hmm. To get her lips back into a level area where you can then go for the smooch. That's basically what, exactly what it was. Smooch, close mouth. Smooch, closed mouth. Smooch, open mouth. Yep. Grab. Gently. Smooch, smooch. back touch during the a smooch. A little back touch. More than the back touch in the laundry place. Oh, they have more definitive back touch. Oh, mm. Danny. I've always dreamed of this moment. <laughs> I wanted to be that little dog. And you said, you are a little dog. Now you're... And she said, oh, Danny. And then you got in bed and the rest is history. The rest is history. Nice, dude. But it's like it's also like you're damned if you do. You're damned. If you don't put the move on her, she'll be like, oh, what's wrong with this pussy? And then if you do put the move on her, she's like, oh, I don't know. It's yeah. like, you know, you can't win. It's you tough. Can't win. It's Welcome tough. to heterosexual dating. It's a nightmare. <laughs> Danny's been out here in these streets for many years. Now you had a long relationship when you were younger, I believe, right? Yeah. For yeah. like how long? Three and a half years. Longest one you ever had? Yeah, by far. Longest relationship Danny ever had, three and a half years. Moves to New York City. When? 2008? Yep. That's around the time when I did as well. We met, which is a funny story. We'll talk about that a little later. Uh, and since then, you've been hitting the streets. I've noticed that you've sort of refined your approach as the years have gone on. It appears that the single lifestyle, you've really embraced it since I've known you perhaps more. Unless maybe I just didn't notice before. Yeah. you kind of been hitting the town, trying to meet some prospective suitors, you know, make, make some connections, have a thrill, go up there and be like, you know what? I'm going to go up and talk to this chick. Yeah. Hey guys, what's up? Hey. If it starts going poorly, I know because you turn around and you point across the room at me. You know, that's Julia. He's my friend. He's a comedian. I'm a comedian. He starts trying to lasso the group to show them that while this isn't going well, perhaps you can change it by showing that you too are social. You've gone rogue momentarily. <laughs> I'm not a loser. You're not a loser. My friends are right there. Your friends are there. In case you're wondering, they look cool. Hey, I'm Julio. <laughs> yep. It's Danny. And then sometimes Danny will bring them over and he'll be like, Julia went to BU. They went to BU. And they're like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> that, this is an example of when it doesn't go well. And Danny's like, they go to BU currently, dude. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's great. And they're like, when did you graduate? And I'm like, 2008. And they're like, oh. <laughs> what? Nice to meet you, Gramps. And I'm like, when do you think Danny graduated, dude? All right, come on. <laughs> meet in the middle here. This, I'm the gateway to Danny. You clearly thought Danny was worth talking to. 
So it's been fun. And we always enjoy watching Danny in action. And I try to make sure that Danny will have ample time to go out there and shoot his shot when we're out there having a good time. Yeah, you're great at that. I want to make sure that if we're if you're you're ever sort of with me after a show and we're all coupled up and we're at a place where perhaps the girls aren't quite as approachable. It's not a place where people are looking to be approached by a svelte six and a half percent body fat <laughs> guy in, in his prime like Danny Palmer. Thank you. And I don't know your your actual body I don't either. statistics, but Danny is very fit, ladies. Um, so anyway, I, Danny, run along and do your thing. Get in there. Yeah. And I, I, it's very much appreciated. I think, you know, I had a friend about eight years ago. I don't know. He said, talked about the five second rule. If you think someone's attractive within five seconds of thinking that you just go up to them and start talking. It doesn't matter what you say. Be like, I like your shirt. What, what, I don't know. Like that plant's dying. It doesn't matter anything. Mm-hmm. And not that I do that every time, but having mm-hmm. that in the, my head has given me a lot more confidence because the my, like 99% of women are polite, you know, yeah. they're not going to be like, get away, asshole. If you're just being like, hey, you know, is that a martini? Like, oh, yeah, it's a martini. Like, even if they don't want to fuck you, they'll still engage in a conversation. So it's made me more willing to like engage and initiate. Not that it's easy, but it's easier because it's like they're just going to be polite. Absolutely. You know? I always love sometimes Danny will, you know. I enjoy watching Danny on the hunt, regardless of the outcome. If it goes well, happy. If it goes poorly, I'm happy. <laughs> Gotta be honest. Probably happier for you, right? <laughs> Better story for later. I just enjoy watching it all. And listen, good for you, bro. Fuck us. Like, shoot your shot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and I've seen Danny, you know, go talk to people who I'm like, he has no shot. And then and he'll do something and be like, huh, I like your little hat, dude. <laughs> to some woman. I'm like, oh, God, he pulled out the hat line. He's toast. <laughs> And then she'd be like, thanks. And all of a sudden, Danny's in this conversation with this good-looking woman talking about her little hat, and he got to go. And I'm like, good for you, dude. You never know. You got to get out there and give it a shot, or you'll never know. This was funny. We were at the Comedy Cellar the other night, and Danny decides, he's like, you know what, dude? I'm going to go talk to those two chicks, dude. And we're like, all right, Danny. Go live your best life. Big table of comedians. And this is like a table of comedians where if you do some like silly shit, you're going to get called out on it immediately. I don't need to say who specifically it was, but me, Ricky, a couple other people. Hey, wait, can I interrupt for a second? Yes. I wanted to make sure that these two ladies were not in the comedy industry. I just go up and like humiliate myself in front of some like UTA agents. How were you able table, to? I asked the people down. at the table. I figured they would know. And everybody said they're not industry. Oh, like, interesting. Okay. okay. I just want to clarify that. I didn't even think of that, but okay, that's good. I'm yeah. glad that you are thor- thoroughly thinking really through this. It's not just like, oh, dude, this girl's attractive. Five seconds have gone by. In that five seconds, I better figure out whether or not they're tangentially in the industry or not, dude. <laughs> Danny runs over there. He then gets involved in this like long conversation with these two very attractive women. And we're like, damn, this must be going well over there. He comes back over and immediately we're like, dude, what happened? He's like, oh, they're in a relationship. And they were just like really curious as to why I came up and talked to them. And they basically interviewed me. <laughs> we're like, dude, that's amazing. That is so funny. Dude, the second I walked over there, the one girl had her hand on the other girl's inner thigh. And I knew, even before I sat down, I knew they were dating. And I just immediately said, it. I was like, you guys are dating, aren't you? And they were like, yeah. And then the one girl was like, well, and I was like, I'm sorry, I'll leave you, I'll leave you alone. I didn't mean to bother you. And before I got up to go, the one lady goes, well, I'm just curious. Which one of us did you come over here to talk to? Oh, wow. And I was like, uh, her. And I pointed to the other girl. Wow. And, and the other girl kind of made these little, you know, cute little googly eyes at me. Like, oh, that's flirty. Okay. Thanks. And then I went back to the table and Derek Gaines was like, why the fuck did you say her? You should have said both. I'm like, bullshit, dude. I should not have said both. They would have both said that was bullshit. And then I would have alienated both of them. 
Well, well, I, I was know. thinking that you could have done. You could have been like, well, to be honest, I saw that you were both here. I found you both to be attractive. And I figured that I'd come over and talk to both of you, hoping that it might start to go well with one of you, at which point I would choose. Because to be honest, I would be open to spending time with either of you. Yeah, I think both their vaginas are completely dry up at that little PC statement. <laughs> Dude, it sounds like they were already... <laughs> You already had no shot, it sounds like. But but yeah. fair enough. Fair enough. That's pretty good. I could be wrong. You could be. You might be. But you <laughs> might wrong. not be. Well, listen, anybody out there who's into Danny's whole thing, if you wanna if you're interested in hanging out with him, if you're in one of these cities that we're coming to, if Danny's if Danny's gonna be there, and listen, if you if you reach out and say that you want it to go down, I will I will facilitate that. I'll make sure Danny's at that show. Uh we'd love to set you up uh with old with the old Danny here. Thank you. Um, you have. I mean, you, yeah. Ah. Uh, ah. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I worry about for you, Danny, is that sometimes I worry that you enjoy the chase more than you enjoy the actual companionship. Yes. And I've noticed this because sometimes you'll you'll land a good situation and it'll be somebody who's good looking. One might even argue they're out of your league. And here you are <laughs> with this person who, you know, we're all already like, wow, this is a real sort of like, Nikola Jokic situation. He didn't appear to be the MVP young in his career, but here he is, triple doubles, winning championships, good for him. And you suddenly start to get really annoyed by little shit that they do. Danny is a big pet peeve guy. For example, somebody whose alarm goes off too many times. I know that was one that came up. Danny has ended things over alarm usage. Yeah. Snooze eight times in a row. Sorry. One time a woman came to visit Danny and he was in the shower and she playfully tried to come up and get in the shower with him. He hated that. He's like, dude, I'm trying to shower, dude. <laughs> I don't even remember that, really. This worries me for you, dude. That one might think that that's a hot thing. No, she just pulled, no, she didn't try to get in the shower. She ripped the curtain back to ask me a question. And I'm like, can you just like, I don't know, peek, gently peek your head in, not like rip the curtain back like I'm not a fucking autonomous human. Just poke in and be like, hi. Yeah, exactly. Hey, quick question. Nice, dude. Sorry. To, but that, that was the case but you're right i do do that i'm like seinfeld except i never grew out of being seinfeld on the tv show <laughs> i don't have a wife and kids in the upper west side i'm just still doing this that seinfeld thing of like eh, i don't know she has man hands mm -hmm. so do you ever see yourself having a wife and kids i think i think a wife yes kids maybe i think if i was with a woman that really wanted to have kids then i would be down for it mm -hmm. but if my guys can swim at this stage of my life but yeah i i do want to be in a long-term relationship at some point. But I did read this thing in psychology today, a few days ago. It was like, be open to different kinds of relationships. And I just kept reading that sentence over and over because it's like, in my head, I'm like, oh, I have to get like a girl like Hillary that Julio has and, and Julia that Ricky has. And then I'm like, but do I need to li live parallel lives to my friends' lives? Like I seem to have a success at having a couple girls that I'll hook up with sometimes and then other girls that I'm friends with for a long time. And then maybe that'll develop into something like I, I feel like having this artificial end goal of what most people in society have is not necessarily the right answer for me as a person. Mm. And I think I've come more to terms with that lately. It's good. Not to say that I don't want those other things, but I think I need to be more content with what I currently have, which is fairly unique in the yeah. broader society. I think. Agreed. And listen, dude, I always think about this too. Cause it's like part, part of me is like, okay, I really thrive doing this sort of unconventional stuff. I love traveling. I love doing this, that, whatever. If I have a family and kids, like maybe I won't be able to do it anymore or whatever. But like, I, I always end up for me personally coming back to, I want, I, I like the idea of having kids. I want to have offspring. I want to continue the lineage. 
I want to have a family. Um, I care a lot about my partner and I want her to be happy. And I think that the things that she likes and the sort of demands she makes for different stages of her life are good for me because I might not demand those same things. And I found that every time I get something like that because of her, I really like it. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is really nice. And if I find it to be grounding and it makes the traveling and exploration that much more rewarding to, for me. So I'm like, okay, like I don't need to be living out of a backpack. I can go on amazing trips a few times a year. Even if I have kids, I can still do that especially if it's something that's related to my work. So it's like for me, but I've had that, that thought process and that dialogue because there is something scary about committing to one person. There's this like, especially in, in New York, this probably why New York is like this. There's so many options. It's the reason why people kind of stay perpetually single because it's so easy to find someone better or something better. Oh, am I real? You know what I mean? I don't know, whatever. Like I'm very yeah. happy in my situation, but I get why it can, it can take people a while here. And women have the same options that men have here too. So even if I do want somebody, like I get, you know, ghosted by women or just like a few dates and then like, mm -hmm. it's not just a one way street. I mean, I guess I'm making excuses, but no, dude, people, it's very much a two way street, especially here. People have been bone chillingly straightforward with you. Yeah. I've, heard some <laughs> I've heard some stories of things that you've gone through that I may not have survived. It may have changed the way, like the fundamental way that I live my life. You got a couple of good ones. Can you hit us with some of these zingers? You mean uh, where like people being where you being like, so should we have another date? And they just say something oh, unbelievably insulting. Yes. Yes. You I'm, have a few of these. Yes. There was one woman. We were somewhere in the West side. It was a first date. I, we talked for like two and a half hours. I thought it was a good conversation. We were like laughing. I was learning about her. I didn't feel like I was on a date. It was like a nice conversation. And, and then she was like, well, it's getting like, I, I got to go. She worked in, in Broadway. And I was like, all right, well, do you want to get another drink sometime? And she goes, no, I, I don't think you're uh, the right person for me. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, oh, I'm just a little bit surprised. I thought we were having a nice conversation. I'm like, can you just, I, can, this is stupid of me to say it. I was like, can you give me a reason why? This is your corporate brain being like, you're you're right waiting for feedback. I know. Like, <laughs> literally, I should never have asked this. I, used, I have a joke about this. And I go, can you give me a reason? And she goes, do you want the whole laundry list? <laughs> and I was like, there's a laundry list? <laughs> we just met two hours ago. <laughs> Fuck. Did she give you any things? Um, Were you like, I'm good on the laundry list. Let's, no, I, let's I, stick to the highlights. Yeah, I think that just <laughs> shut it down, actually. The highlights, yeah, yeah. the low lights, yeah. But now you've just been sitting there wondering about this laundry list for the rest of your life. I know. Uh, but also, she worked in Broadway. Like, she had a thriving night life already. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just, that's my defense mechanisms coming out, but, you know. But what do you mean, the thriving night life? Like, she, like she, if she's in entertainment as well, I guess I'm in entertainment, then, you know, she has stuff to do at night. She doesn't need, I don't know. I feel like people that are on Broadway or like ballerinas or stand-up comics are less prone to be in a long-term relationship as a whole because they're doing stuff at night. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Just erase it. Can you erase that part? No, we're keeping that <laughs> in, dude. And also, uh, I appreciate this coping mechanism. I'm going to let you have Yeah, that. maybe that's it. I'm not going to pick this apart more. I don't want you to feel bad about yourself. I don't care. Let's move on. Anyway, <laughs> do, you, do you have other ones? I feel like you have other good ones, too. Didn't you like something about getting rejected that's really funny? Oh, when I Where asked the woman in the audience what her name is? Oh, she just looked down. Oh, yeah. She just she slunk down in her chair. <laughs> <laughs> and then another one just closed her eyes. Please disappear. Please disappear. Yeah. Um, well, Danny also is a big quote guy, which yes. you, which you may have noticed earlier in the episode when he pulled one out real quick. You want to hit us with some dude. quotes from the quote list? Absolutely. Dude. Danny has a budding quote list. Uh, and it's funny. Sometimes we'll send each other quotes and then 
we'll sort of discuss whether or not we like the quotes. Most of the time we yeah. do like them, but occasionally one of us will be like, dude, I don't like that one. Here's why. And then the other one will be like, oh, yeah, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, there was one you were like, that's a little bit too cut and dry. And I was like, yeah, that's, he's, he's right about that. It's too cut and dry. <laughs> can't just be like, a, oh, I'm super wise. <laughs> Not giving people your energy is a better fuck you than saying fuck you from mm. Jay Farrow. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, because I, I struggle with that. If somebody's like doesn't like oh, me right. or is mad at me, I'll like stew on it. And it's like, right. do I, I shouldn't necessarily be doing right. that. Right. It's hard. It's hard to just be confident in the way you've handled it. You want there to be some sort of resolution. It's important to be like, I want them to see it the way that I see it. Yeah. It doesn't feel resolved until then. And sometimes there's just no way to do that. And I, honestly, in a way, by committing yourself to, to wanting people to see things the way that you do, you'll like shy away from sticking up for yourself sometimes, I find. Mm. Like when I lean into that principle. We're, we're going to talk more about this in an upcoming episode, but I want to lean more into main character energy for the end of the year. Mm. My agenda is the most important thing. And if other people don't agree, that's okay. I got to yeah. do what's best for me. Yeah. Cause I think I'm trying to like, well, I'm going to dampen my perspective on the argument to like make peace. But that's be, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to be like, You're well, saying no, I guess I see where they're coming from. I guess it's not worth it. It's not worth it to go there. Like the amount of times that we like entertain people's bad behavior because it's easier to, over time, it really perpetuates itself in a way that's like negatively impactful on your identity. Right. And you just are like around these forceful personalities who are just sh overshadowing you when you don't deserve to be overshadowed necessarily. Yeah, exactly. Get out there, guys. Fucking it's tough, man. It's complicated. Stuff out there. Yeah. Stuff out there, dude. All right. Hit us with but there's, there's, I mean, yeah, there's like multiple things. It, t it also depends on each individual situation. Um, <clears throat> I thought this was from that, uh, this from that quarterback documentary on Netflix and it was Kirk Cousins, psychologist talking to him. He goes, bad things are always going to happen. Instead of focusing on them, focus on the opportunity ahead. I'm like, oh, that's another thing. I always, mm. oh, the bad things happen. There's always like three bad things going on in my life at any one time. Not like yeah. li life shattering, but like usually, you know? Yeah. Okay. Are you going to focus on those things? Yes. That's all I do. How about instead of that, think about, Danny, you're in New York. You're a comic. You have good friends. You're on a cool podcast. You're going to have more shows in the future. You have a great group of friends. You have girls that like you. Like, that's what I should be thinking about. Not like, oh, the two or three bad things that I can't control. Right. Agreed. Agreed. You know? I'm trying to get better about that too, because it's like, think about this too. Like anytime you look back on any problem you've ever had, you're always like, oh, like it's like, you don't even give a fuck about it at all. Now I get that like time heals all, whatever. Some things are objectively terrible in the moment. No way around it. Right? Yeah. And some things are less so than others. But like, if it's possible to like capture this thing of like okay that's bad it happened it's happening it's not that bad i'm alive you know what i mean I, I sometimes it can be tough like living through difficult things it can be difficult but i do think in general like certain emotions that are attached to these bad things can be really detrimental and don't it doesn't have to be that way worrying doubt you know what i mean like having a like how many times have you had a great opportunity but you didn't appreciate it because you were just worried that you were going to fuck it up or something. Yeah. You know I mean, who gives yeah. a fuck if you fuck it up? Right. I think there's a, and it's, it's, there's a tennis metaphor here where it's like, if you're worried so much about what it's going to feel like to lose, you can never like play to win, mm -hmm. not to be too fucking inspirational podcast guy here, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you fear can stop you from like do from executing the best way. You kind of just have to go for it and like enjoy it. I've been watching this guy Alcaraz play 
who I know you were making fun of him. He's like this overeager young Spanish player who's like number one in the world. He's 20 years old. He's incredible. He might be 19. And he has this amazing attitude on the court where he's like so jovial, smiling, laughing, enjoying the competition. And I always try to remember that. I try to enjoy the competition. Enjoy all this stuff because it's fun. And then you reminisce on it. But like I hate the idea that while I was doing it, I was stressed or unhappy. You know? Yeah. Trying to like maximize your own performance. Mm-hmm. And in doing so, missing the experience of the moment. Mm-hmm. Right. Which also alludes to my favorite quote ever from Bill Murray about the more relaxed you are, the more slowed down you just become mm-hmm. available for something else. And but by enjoying the moment, he's probably more relaxed than if he was super uptight. That's some Buddhist shit, dude. Yeah. Is he a Buddhist? I, that's my favorite one. I think about that shit all the time. I don't know. You said you've mentioned that quote many times. Over many times. Time. Sorry. Probably ad nauseum, but dude, it helps me a lot. Buddhism. <clears throat> I, I, I want to like someday go to a monastery and like film a video living Buddhist lifestyle and see if there's any takeaways from that. I get that like it is naive and arrogant to think you could go to t- 10 days at a Buddhist thing and take anything with you, but I'm sure you can learn something. You do. That'd be a great doc for you. It would be fun. Is that what you mean? Like it- watch me get my head shaven, do my little, yeah. my little errands around the grounds, whatever they make me do, folding laundry, watering plants, whatever, Bro, meditating, doing shit. That, that sounds amazing. Videotape eating, that. Eating temple food. Bro, temple food. There's a, and I'm going to talk about this more on, on the next episode as well, but there's an episode of Chef's Table where they talk about uh, this chef, Jean Quan, who isn't even a chef. She's just a monk, but she's like this amazing cook. And like all these famous chefs want to go and learn from her and stuff. The temple diet, bro, is so crazy. There's like nothing in it. There's no onions. There's no uh, garlic. There's no like, th- like you basically there's nothing in it. It's like lotus root, soy sauce, rice. Like there's very few ingredients, all plant-based no dairy, no like anything. And like she makes this these incredible, like this abundant, incredible, flavorful menu that like everybody's just absolutely blown away by. I think you'd like it. You should watch wow. it. Wow. I thought um, you were going to say it was very bland, but that's the point. I mean, who knows? I'm sure I'd be like, fuck, this is all I'm going to eat this week. But like I, there must be something there. And I do find if I'm able to like eat a super clean diet, I tend to be more likely to have that sort of like peace and space in my brain and all that shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, I love, I enjoy the unhealthy lifestyle too much. I love drinking. I love fucking hanging out, doing it all, bro. You know what I mean? But it, it is a nice thing to kind of tap into sometimes. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Pretty good. I never feel better than the hour after I've had like a salad. Mm. I never feel more clear-headed and positive. Dude, know? salad's Monday through Thursday for lunch, dude. <laughs> you can't miss it. Guys, I don't know what your relationship to your hair is like. Uh, but one thing I do know and that I can say with confidence is that it's tough out there. Can be tough, Julia. Can be tough. Uh, a lot of different factors playing into one's hair health. Um, but I know my entire life I was conditioned to think that I was going to experience some form of thinning or weakened hair prematurely in my life. So I've basically been preparing for it ever since I've been old enough to understand the concept of it. Uh, here I am, still got my hair, but I'm aware that at any moment <laughs> things could change. And guess what? I'm not afraid of it, Ryan. Don't be. I, I don't Embrace fear. That. I don't fear it because I know that there are products out there that can make it easier to deal with these sort of things, and they can also just proactively promote the sort of lifestyle that makes it more likely that you will have a head a head of hair that you're proud of. You know what I mean? And that's why here at Oops the Podcast, we recommend trying out Nutrafol. Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement, clinically shown to improve hair. Uh, both in growth, visible thickness, and strength. 
Strength and thick. We love thick and strong, Ryan. Girth. We love it. All Get three. in there. Uh, Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from uh, from within by targeting root causes of thinning. Stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and metabolism through whole body health. A full assessment of what's going on with you specifically. It's pretty sweet. And guess what? Spoiler alert. It works. In clinical studies, 72% of men saw more scalp coverage after taking Nutrafol men's hair growth supplement for six months, and 86% of women saw improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplements for six months. Uh, look, this is a thing that affects both men and women, um, and there is a whole range of different programs that you can get involved in using Nutrafol either to you know maintain your healthy hair situation or to improve a situation if you'd like to and you feel like you know you want to feel more confident about where you're at so uh neutrophil has got you covered take the first step to visibly thicker and healthier hair for a limited time neutrophil is offering our listeners ten dollars off of your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to neutrophil.com and enter the promo code oops find out why over four thousand healthcare professionals recommend neutrophil for healthier hair Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code OOPS. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code OOPS. Walk us through your week. Danny's week is the same every single week in a way that is so amazing where Danny's one of these guys where if he cuts croutons out of his salad, it actually makes a physical impact on his body. It does. Because of how consistent he is. This is what your week looks like to me. Can I hit, it? Can I hit you with it? And tell yes, me? let's hear it. Okay, so Danny, you know, he works a regular job. So let's say he's logging on at 10, finishing at six, roughly, right? Then uh, at some point, he's going to go work, work out. He's lifting and running on alternate days throughout the week. Um, and then maybe he'll have some comedy activity baked in. Your week, day, night has become a little more elusive to me. Um, <laughs> so, but I know that you're like going to the gym after. So you're like finishing, you're like doing something from like six to eight. At some point you're watching Jeopardy, maybe while you're eating dinner. I don't know if you work That's out right. after dinner. Before. You work out before. And then, yeah. you, and then you, dude, I gotta work out, dude. And then maybe you'll pop by New York Comedy Club, East Village or The Stand, or if you have a show, whatever. Yeah. Then, so I, that wasn't super specific, but like, I know you eat a salad at some point Monday through Friday. That you assemble yourself. Through Thursday, yeah. Monday, sorry, Monday through Thursday. Fridays we go crazy with a sandwich. Friday we eat a it's sandwich. Enough with the fucking roughage by Friday. Enough with the roughage, um, and then Friday night you run your show, Black yep. Cat on the Lower East Side. Um, great show, a lot of fun. Uh, you go and you do that. You then go out, try to meet some ladies, have friends, have fun with your friends. When you get home, you might pop open a little pint of ice cream. Have a couple bites. That's just on Sunday nights. That's just Sunday night. Okay, yeah. sorry. I had to get away from that. Apologize. So right. just Sunday night you do that. Yeah. Okay. And then you'll start a movie at some point in the weekend. <laughs> you'll then take a nap and maybe finish the movie later on in the weekend at some point. I literally just did that. <laughs> <laughs> Saturday afternoon. So you'll, you'll have a late night Friday too, typically. So yeah. you wake up late. And I don't know if you wake up at some point in the morning and go back to sleep, but you're a pretty efficient napper with one pillow. Uh, and I've added a second one between my knees oh, as I'm good. a side sleeper. I like that. Yeah. Very nice. But very 2008 Danny very OG 2008 memory. Danny Palmer, but I'm glad that there's been growth and progression. <laughs> Thank you. 5 PM. Danny will host the New York comedy club early show. Yes. Uh, and then after that head out into the streets for a fun, an action packed night of fun. <laughs> 
he likes that the show's o- over early because he can do his spot, get it out of the way, check the comedy box, let the fun begin. He'll go to some <laughs> bar nearby, Mick Swiggins, perhaps. The library. Or the library bar for drinks. Uh, he's been enjoying microdosing lately, so maybe he'll have a little microdose. He'll have a late night session where he enjoys music videos of prolific vocalists, typically female, whether it be Dua Lipa or uh, Sia. Sia. Miley Cyrus Flowers on repeat. Miley Cyrus Flowers on repeat. Uh, you do this too. I do have music videos in the rotation, I do. And then Sunday, you basically do the same thing. And I'm actually impressed. You probably don't go as hard Sunday because right. Monday you have work, but you'll still have a couple of drinks. You still try to have fun. It's earlier in the day. Sunday, fun day. Cap it off with some ice cream. Yeah. Rinse and repeat. That's correct. Was that pretty good? Yeah. I watched the, like an hour of the machine Sunday night and then I finished <laughs> it last night, Monday night. Oh, nice. Did you enjoy it? <laughs> That's all right. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's funny. Nice. It's a little, you know, it's, a, it's an action movie. We're, we're doing action. Right. <laughs> <laughs> There's funny to, parts for sure. Yeah. So did I miss anything to your weekly routine? Um, I don't think so. I'll t- my, my new thing is that I'll take a nap. Yeah. Well, not new, but I'll take a nap between like six and six 30 and then I'll go to the gym and then I'll eat. But then every day. Yeah, pretty much every Monday through Thursday. But then do you I, sleep during the nap? Yeah, I do. Wow. Yeah. I sleep for either, either 21 minutes or 31 minutes. I give myself a minute <laughs> to fall asleep. <laughs> do you still have the gum reminder in your phone? Uh, I never had it on my phone. I just did it. Danny had a specific time of day where he would pop in a piece of gum. I still do. I'll have the salad at lunch and then I'll do gum at three and then I'll do cold <laughs> brew around four. Then the cold brew will wear off by my five thirty or six o'clock nap. And I read this new thing that if you take a nap every day, it reduces the shrinking of your brain by like 30 percent because your brain shrinks over time. It's like, well, now I have to do that. As soon as you know something healthy, you have to do it. I know. Fuck. And that really fucks you up when you have a study that you really abide by that's later disproven. At one point, Danny, <laughs> Danny was shoving down our throats the Harvard study that two drinks a day is good for you. Oh, yeah. That has been very vehemently disproven. <laughs> and now Danny's like, God damn it, dude. God damn it. I know. I, I guess hate I'll still have too. 30 on the weekends. But I feel you on that. Like, I'll I'll hear something about, like, how you should wash your hair. And then I just wash my hair like that for seven years until someone tells me. Yeah. I thought you were supposed to wash your face at night and in the morning. And then it's like once a day. And then I just read now. Now it's back to night and morning. I don't, what What is it? You just need to become a professional researcher, dude, of all your own shit. I would love that. That's the key, dude. <laughs> if only I paid the bills. So when I, Danny and I first met each other, it was pretty funny. I had just performed, I think it's Stand Up New York, which is a club on the Upper West Side, it's still there. Danny was at the show for some reason. I didn't know he was a comic at the time, but he was watching the show. I think maybe one of your friends was on it or something. And I came off the off stage and Danny's like, dude, that was really funny, dude. You're like, dude, I'd suck your dick, dude. And I was like, oh, well, it's so nice. It's like, got a compliment from a, a dude who's into dudes. How nice, like, <laughs> that made me feel good, cool. And then I realized Danny was a comic. And for the next, you know, 18 months I'd watch Danny at open mics talking about girls and I'd be like why is this guy like lying on stage about liking girls like this guy he's like into men and he said it to me so I just thought Danny was a full-on practicing homosexual until I realized that that was just him doing an icebreaker and being funny yep <laughs> which I gave you no context on no context at all love to see it to this day sometimes you'll text me like danny i need more context i've got to get better giving <laughs> oh my you context. god danny loves I'm getting better he's getting better but he'll be like dude what's up caroline is going to library bar <laughs> with this with this indian chick at like two o'clock in the morning i'm like dude what the fuck are you talking about i haven't seen you today dude i haven't seen you or plan to meet up with you 
I'm wondering at what point in your microdosing journey did this turn into a macrodosing journey? <laughs> you ate one of the chocolate swears that had a couple too many mushrooms in it. You know, here we are, dude. Um, yeah. Pretty funny, man. Uh, a lot of our listeners, and myself included, really enjoy your good vibes of the Danny Palmer series. Thanks, bro. It's very funny to see you sort of like pinpoint in on something extremely random that you enjoy. And it's it's we all get a kick out of it as your friends, and I think people like it in general. And it is also funny to watch people get pissed off at it, about it in the comments. Oh yeah, because you be like, dude, UFC is stupid, dude. They, <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst fight to pick. With what did you say fighters. again? I was like, what? I was like, dude, what? What kind of activity is this? You're just beating each other in the face until you're bleeding. <laughs> it's oh, it's legal in UFC to bleed into somebody's eyes. I'm like, that is lower level primate behavior. <laughs> <laughs> and then just this steady drip of I'm going to fucking kill you. Yeah, you got a lot of shit for that. Another one that I really enjoyed, Danny made a video about how it's good vibes to wash your soap container. Why, rinse it off. <laughs> Why not rinse it off? And now that once you start doing it, you'll never go back, bro. I'm telling you. Do you use Listerine? You should start rinsing it off every night. It no, looks nicer when it's rinsed. I agree with you in general that like, you know, plastic containers of some sort or any container, whether it's reusable or not. If it gets dusty, it's unpleasant. Yeah. Or or scummy. It scum it, it scuffs the brand image. Yeah. Literally. Sure like, does. Sure does. I love your videos. It's Thanks, uh, bro. you're like a you're like a Jiminy Cricket to your to your listeners as like a conscience. Like, oh, hey, whoa. friendly reminder, bring the speaker into this part of the room. It's good stuff. Thanks, man. Yeah, I never thought about it that way. I'm your yeah, I'm your cool conscience. Yeah. Be cool. <laughs> Dude, it's funny. I I told Ryan before what you were gonna be like. And I pretty much pre almost predicted it happened exactly spot on. What you just said. <laughs> really? Ah, oh, dude, you like? Thanks, man. Yeah. Hey, thanks for saying that, dude. <laughs> well, I, I, I told Julia. I said I was so excited to meet you because I just like all the listeners. I feel like we, I know you, and so then I said that to you, and then Julia predicted you saying, "I feel like I know you too." That's exactly, <laughs> how, it, that's exactly how it played out. Vibe wise, I, I agree. do feel the way just listening to y'all talk. What, dude? Awesome. Um. <laughs> What are some other good vibes, recent good vibes that you've dropped? Um, what was the other one that pissed people off? Oh, uh, video. I said video games suck. It's stupid. Like, oh, yeah. I'll give you to the age of 30 and then you're wasting your time. Oh, and Hill Dog sent that to you like you loser. Yes. <laughs> Hill Dog used that as fodder against me. Um, it was funny to see some of our riders come back at you with it defending me. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, so I think a couple of people have had questions about that, though. They're like, talk about ask Danny about. You know, video game. Let me see the specific thing. Oh, video games over 30. What's Danny's take on it? No, hard pass. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you should be reading literature? Like, or like watching a great movie. Like, what, you getting Zelda to the top of the fucking fake ass purple cartoon mountain means nothing, dude. Like, how much time do we have on this earth to, to consume, like, great culture? Okay, but what's so, like, what's so good I'm, about I'm, a great I'm movie? tongue in cheek. And, and listen, dude, it's fine. Take, a, take a stand, dude. Activities. Take a stand. Yeah, all right. Uh, <laughs> One would argue that watching a movie is worthless as well. I, I don't. I disagree. Watching a movie, you can learn about other people's lives and cultures, and like hear some like quotes. Like, you so know? you're saying then Zelda, it's typically a far more abstract experience. You're just killing things, and yeah, it's just completely stuff. useless. Oh, but somebody did. <laughs> <laughs> somebody did comment on that video, and he goes, "Hey, man, what's wrong if after my wife and kid, my kids are asleep, my wife is laying down, I've worked hard all day, if I just want to chill out and race cars for an hour?" What's wrong with that? And I was like, bro, fair point. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay. You can you can blow off steam. That's Everything fine. in moderation. Everything right? in moderation. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. yeah. Well, we have a, kind of a lot of listener questions. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. <laughs> I want to get into some of these uh, 
some of these questions. But before that, Danny, I'm very impressed by Danny's origin story. Danny is comes from like, you know, fairly modest upbringing. Um, very modest, yeah. Very modest upbringing. Double wide trailer. Lived in a trailer on the grounds of. Didn't you live on the grounds of a high school? Uh, yeah, St. Pete, uh, Northside Christian High in St. Pete. But and you didn't go to that high school, right? Uh, no, not the high school. I went to the junior high for a year. So you just were like, all right, guys, bye. And then you walked across the baseball diamond into your house. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Walk past where the cars dropped uh, students off. That's crazy. Well, the first year they wouldn't give me a scholarship and I had to ride my bike to the public school, which I was like, thanks, asshole principal. Oh, Christian school. Oh, so the Christian school, there was tuition and you couldn't afford it. Yeah. Yeah. They made the poor kid who was eight years old, ride his bike in the streets of St. Pete to the public (laughs) high school. See, I'm like, dude, I'm eight years old. Just driving by the cars, dropping their kids off. And people wonder why I hate religion. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. That is sad. It still to, angers me. To live at the better school and you can't go there. Yeah, yeah. And then the second <laughs> year they gave me a scholarship. Oh, thanks, dude. Good <gasps> thing I didn't good. die in the streets in the meantime. Did you have to do anything to get the scholarship? Did you have to like pray extra or anything? <laughs> I'm serious. No. I'm- no, my dad was a teacher at the school, so that's oh. why. Oh, man. Good. Jesus. They should give you a scholarship. What dude, the fuck? right? Um. Okay, we're well, doing the Lord's work, no pun intended. And you, okay, so you also like always worked in high school. Yeah. Do you ever feel like your current lifestyle is you just making up for your lack of a true adolescence experience? Yes, and I had a therapist tell me that exact thing. Really? Yeah, because I wasn't sure if I wouldn't have kids with that girl, Emily, the girl that I dated for like four years. He was like, what was your childhood like? And I'm like, I'm the oldest of four. He goes, what'd you do after school? I was like, well, I'd watch my sister and my brothers until my parents came home. And he's like, he thought he was just like aghast. He's like, well, you were deprived of a childhood. He's like, that's that's why you're uh, that don't want to have kids now because you've already raised kids. Wow. And I was like, oh, it kind of like opened my mind. And I'm like, oh, I'll live like a child. And I was like 20 years ago. That's pretty crazy. I think it went too far. But I don't know. I mean, yeah, I have raised three kids, like basically, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, another one. Fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, so and then but you worked a bunch of like pretty uh unglamorous jobs you worked at pizza hut yeah and what were your responsibilities i was a cook at first at valrico pizza hut uh and then i did i worked at a red roof later in high school i waited What's some that? tables then yeah the red roof is where you have like sit down service but i thought the red roof oh pizza hut red roof pizza hut red roof okay. sorry yeah. and they have the lunch buffet yeah exactly but at first i worked at a delivery unit it was just making pizzas and answering calls and delivering oh, the pizzas. it was sort of like the ghost kitchen before that existed yeah dude exactly pre-ghost kitchen show yeah pizza hut. pizza it's funny i have very fond memories of going to pizza hut i was always team pizza over team domino's no Same. Even if I work there, yeah. I'm not really, I, and I haven't really eaten Pizza Hut as an adult, but I maintain that I like it. I have no idea if I still do. I think it's uh, good. I just the hand toss is great. So, okay. So you worked at Pizza Hut and then you worked at the Red Roof location. You would, you would wait on tables? Yeah. Not just that during college a little bit, but mostly. Oh, so in high school though, did you work at Pizza Hut too? Yes. Just a delivery unit in high school. Maybe like freshman year of college, I did a little bit of waiting tables. Was it easier to get the job at Pizza Hut in college because you had already worked there in high school? Well, I only had, yes, but it was just, it was that, that was all in Tampa. Uh, the delivery unit job got me the Red Roof job. But in college, I waited tables at Ruby Tuesdays in the Macon Mall, Macon, Georgia. Oh, Mall. Right. Hey guys, what's going on? I'm Danny. I'll be your server today. <laughs> I'm uh, I just want you to know, order. we are out of jalapeno poppers. <laughs> uh, but it's like kind of, what's that movie? Is that from Office Space? Flair? Oh, yeah. With Jennifer yeah. Anderson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Flair. Um, how was working at Ruby Tuesdays? It was, I really liked it actually. It was, it was a great like life, lo- life lesson, you know, like learning how to like do things. I'm not good at it. I'm not good at remembering orders. So but learning that pencil? mental discipline w- was helpful. Did you have it in your ear or your front pocket? 
I uh, what my what your your breast pocket or your ear your the, pen the, your writing utensil. Uh, we had an apron. I put it in the front of my you apron. Put it in the apron. Nice. Yeah. Danny told a story one time. We were on the road. Hill Dog was exerting some of her most adolescent behavior during this drive. <laughs> she was on some. She was very much on some. Are we there yet? Energy as we drove from Boston to New York. Uh, to the point where we started bickering a little bit. I'm sure Danny was uncomfortable. But Danny told a story one time where Hillary literally almost cried because she thought it was the sweetest story she's ever heard. You want to hit us with that? You know what? Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. Salaman. I love that story. Um, yeah. So as I would wait tables. It's uh, most of the waiters, not all waiters and waitresses were white. And then almost all of the cooks were black. So it's like a little awkward, white front of the house, black back of the house. So I, I, we had to get, if you wanted to get a ramekin of like honey mustard, um, you would have to ask the cook for that ramekin of honey mustard. They would send the meals. That was, they had to do that. Right. But to, to get an extra thing, you, they had to decide to give it to you. And this one guy Salaman just wouldn't look at me. Just had this like glaring expression. I'd be like, Hey man, can I get a side of ketchup? He would just ignore me for like, I don't know. felt like an attorney, maybe a, a minute. And then he'd like slam it down on the counter and slide it over at me. I'm like, this guy fucking hates me. I don't know what to do. The people <laughs> out there want extra ketchup. They're not going to tip me. I don't know what to do. Like, I'm sorry, man. It's my job. It's kind of your job. Like, I'm sorry. And then one day I was like, I've got to find a way to get around this tension. So I go, Hey man, can I, can I get a side of honey mustard and a hug? And he stopped and he set his stuff down and he walked all the way around the counter and he came over and he gave me a big hug. And from that day forward, we were like best of friends. And every time I'd walk in the back of the kitchen, he'd be like, Danny boy, Danny boy. It was great. How nice is that? What a night. Yeah. yeah it, it still gives me chills. I have told that story I have the time. chills right now. Nice. Hillary was like, it's sweet. Hillary went, Oh my God. <laughs> That's the sweetest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Fucking Danny, dude. It's a good life lesson, too. What a crazy thing. So you went to private, you went to a private school in Georgia. Yeah. And it was expensive, right? Yeah. At that point it was sixteen thousand dollars a year, but that was like nineteen ninety three, ninety four. So that's like in in line with like as expensive as you can get these days, right? I know yeah. college is getting crazy. But um so were you like at school with kids whose like families had money and shit? Yes. Was that interesting? Yeah, most of them are in like Kappa Sig and Sigma Nu when I was in, I was in Pi Cap. Yeah. Is Pi Cap the poor person's frat? It's just kind of like middle ground. There were some, yeah, Pi Kappa Phi. Same. You're Pi Kappa? What? Yeah. Oh, Pi Kappa Phi, bro. Nice. I know. We'll do the, uh, we'll do the, the secret, secret thing. stuff later. Yeah, yeah. Do the secret thing. I'll turn around and you guys jerk each other <laughs> off. <laughs> I think people might get legitimately <laughs> mad if we did that. <laughs> we'll, we'll, I think we'll be killed or something. Yeah. If you jerk each other off? No, we, we said do our the secret thing. thing. I don't oh, think we should the say secret it. thing. I don't, that, I don't think it's a good idea. <laughs> no, that could anger a lot of people. I don't want to do that. Yeah, wow, what the fuck? Yeah, dude. I feel very held out right but now. It's in your head right now, isn't it? Oh yeah. Wow, the secret thing, you dogs. Okay, <laughs> let me ask you guys something. Was did you guys ever witness any like forced male on male sexual acts as hazing for the fraternity? No. You? No. None. <laughs> do we think that that's the thing that happens for real? I'm sure across the country. I'd, the thousands of fraternities in some pockets. Yeah. I would like to hear if any of you who joined fraternities, obviously anonymously were ever forced into any sexual acts. I'm very curious about this dude. I just always thought that that's what happened in fraternities. They're like, Oh yeah. You want to be in the fraternity? Well, you better suck on Herbert's fucking. Yeah. Oh, oh. if you don't, you're gay or something. I don't know. We, we would just do like for funny hazing. You want to hear an example of one? Sure. <laughs> My friend Clay, he would, uh, the pledges had to like wear uh, suits during uh, Hell Week. And then 
whatever the brother said, the pledges had to do. So Clay uh, calls this one brother at like, or uh, sorry, pledge at like one in the morning. He's like, hey man, can you, can you come over to winch up? I need, I need you to come over here right now, dude. Like right now. He's like, yes, sir. Puts his suit back on. He's in bed. Walks all the cars all the way across campus. Clay opens, or somebody opens the door. Clay's sitting on the couch and he goes, hey Clay, I'm here. What do you need from me? And Clay goes, can you turn that light off, light off right over there? <laughs> and then he just hits the switch, goes all the way back across campus, back to bed. Oh, wow. Uh, Sorry, I've told that story too long. <laughs> no, I just love that you said, uh. <laughs> <laughs> It's so rude. Nice, dude. Well, that's, yeah, that's innocent. That doesn't seem too bad. Yeah, that's the, about the worst way we do. So there's no like jerking each other off. Sometimes they would make you go in the back room. You have to be on your knees. You'd be blindfolded. And then there's a dude with a book and there's two dudes with a staff and they're like faces covered. But it's just all like for show. You know, sometimes the guy with the staff will like lunge at you and you're like, oh, is this guy going to hit me with a staff? But no one ever touches anybody. He takes his penis out. <laughs> no, no. Uh, <laughs> do you want to hear horror stories? I want, well, kind of, you got some? No, no, I'm asking. Like, I that would like, yeah, like I want to hear fraternity really... horror stories. I would prefer for them to be sexual. I'm open to regular ones too, but I just, I don't know, dude, you hear stories of the elephant walk. Everybody holds each other's dick uh, and they yeah. walk around or, Oh, we jerk off into a bowl and whoever comes last, everyone fucks them or something. I don't know. Mm. I don't know if this is, these are all, I, I, my school had fraternities. I wasn't in one, uh, but we weren't like a big frat school. It wasn't like a big Greek life school. Um, so I'm always fascinated by fraternity life and the type of shit, uh, they make you do and stuff. PiCap was pretty chill, right? I'd agree. Yeah. yeah. We cool. didn't do anything too crazy. Honestly, the pledge classes were more, it was more celebrated than, than hazed. Yeah. We're like, thank God you're joining, dude. We don't want the chapter to die. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> it was, quit. it was kind of like being a celebrity and I, I rushed my fall semester freshman year and like it, it completely shaped my entire college experience with like crazy confidence wow. because we were getting jerked off, but figuratively. Yes. Or by people that you wanted to be jerked off by. Yes. Not in the brotherhood. Not in the brotherhood. So, yeah. and it's also I've heard this too, that like some, at some schools, like a frat will be cooler than it will be at other schools. I don't know if that's a thing. Is yeah. That true? Mercer was big on frat culture. So like you weren't even, so you weren't hanging out with the rich kids because they were segregated away from you in their own fraternities. Kind of. We had some rich kids in PiCap too, but I probably to a lesser extent. Got it. Got it. Interesting. Okay. We have a lot of listener questions for you that we're not going to get through. So I want to try to get to as few of these if we can. Um, what is your current vibe? <laughs> at this moment my current vibe uh i'm feeling happy and fulfilled this is great i feel like it's kind of the culmination of our friendship to some extent to be able yeah. to like talk about things in a longitudinal perspective my very chill vibe very cool vibe very nice yeah uh this is a good one why are you still friends with ricky and julio the last episode was absurd <laughs> <laughs> i know i heard ricky say that he's like i don't know why danny is still friends with me <laughs> <laughs> because I know it comes from a good place and because I know they love me. Like I, I just, li I listened to y'all's episode and the thing that I took away from it is like how much both of you really love me. And I all through those pranks, I knew that too. So that's why. Danny's a great guy. Everybody you. Don't, you. don't be fooled by his predatory instincts. Uh, when it comes to Friday and Saturday. <laughs> Cut night. that. Cut that. He is, he is, <laughs> he is gentle. Thank you. And figuratively speaking, not just the gentle caress that he will deliver on your lower back once you show that <laughs> if it's appropriate. <laughs> um, okay. Another question. What is your most successful pickup line? Whoa. Um, damn. I mean, I don't know that I have a pickup line. Um, probably just like your eyes are really pretty because that can't, it can't really go wrong. Like, 
Oh, my eyes are pretty. Yeah, right. right? Like, what? how dare you say my eyes are pretty? Like, that's that's a nice thing to say. Yeah, you need to be able to gracefully absorb that compliment. If yeah. you're like, you're worse than the person who gave you the compliment. Right. You gotta be ready for a compliment in life. Yeah. Are you yeah. saying? I mean, or like, you look nice. Is yeah. also not even a pickup line, but it could be. You know, you look nice. Why don't we do this? Let's pretend I'm a girl at the bar. <clears throat> okay. You are trying to hit on me. Um, I'm hot. Okay. I'm hot. And you know, I've, I've, I've pivoted in a way where I'm no longer talking to the rest of my friend groups. So there's an opportunity. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. So you're, do you, did you go to Bama? You went to Bama? What do you mean? Alabama, the college. How do you, why do you think that? Didn't you just say that? No. Oh, sorry. I thought you said you went to Bama. I'm over here. How could you have heard me from across the bar? I thought we were in a one-on-one conversation already and you were turned away from your friends unless we, I might've already talked to you about that. Imagine if this is how this actually went. You start having this. You're like, aren't we having a conversation? I'm like, dude, I'm not even here. You happen to eat that mushroom square with too many shrooms in it. And I'm not even here, dude. Dang, Bama. What are you doing? Bama, 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 Bama. No. You're like what is happening okay let's reset the scene here okay. i didn't i didn't go to bama i'm at the bar okay i'm at a bar i'm at the bar with my friends you're over there i haven't yeah. noticed you you've noticed me i'm hot and i was with my friends and we're talking i'm the hotter i'm one of the hotter ones in the group i might not be the hottest but i am the sort of if you're the cheetah and i'm the pack of wildebeest i'm the wildebeest who is now isolated and slower and alone i'm younger not talking to me yet i'm of age but yeah. I, I'm isolated and you can, it's easy. It's going to be easier to go for the kill with me because I'm not talking to anybody right now. I've pivoted to look at whatever's happening on the screen. Maybe I'm going to get a drink. Maybe I'm looking at my phone. You have noticed me before and it, there wasn't a good opportunity yet to come try to talk to me, but now I've turned and I've actually turned in a way where you're like, oh wow, you weren't sure what I looked like. You could only see my profile. It was like we were sitting on a plane and you're like, I think that girl's hot, but you can't look at me from the front. So you think I'm hot for six hours, but I'm not, you know what I mean? You don't know yet, but now I've turned and I am hot. Wow. Not only is, is this chick hot, she's super hot. This is my big chance. We're at uh, a sports bar, type of place where you can order a bottle of Bud Light. You can order drinks, but you're not going to get a, a good martini here. You know, I mean, you can get a mixed drink, but we're not being heroes here. But it's not crazy to order a top shelf drink either. It's a mixed crowd. Okay. Yeah. Is this um, is this Top Chef? What are you watching? What is this? what show is this? Oh, I don't know. It's like some show. I don't. I'm not really sure. I'm, not, I'm like not really watching it to be honest. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> what um? Do you live around here? Um. No. 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 I'm sorry. It was a weird way to start. I'm just curious. Like, are you like? Do you're from New York? Are you visiting? <laughs> oh. Sorry. I'm a little nervous. No, it's okay. It's okay. You're really sweet. Nice. Um, so were you in a frat? I was. Yeah. Did you ever suck anybody's dick? <laughs> <laughs> no, Dan, I thought you did really well no. there, Danny. I Thank would have you. sex with you. Good job. Thanks. Nice. That was I right. shouldn't have said you live around here. That was not the right thing to say. No, okay. Let's go I back to, to be like, let's go back you live to in it. New York. So let's let's get back into it. This is good. Yeah. Uh, do yeah. I live around here? Um, like sort of. Yeah, like a few blocks away. Like. Oh, nice, nice. Mm -hmm. uh, do you like? I prefer to live downtown, you know, because we're like we're on East Eleventh. Like, I don't like to be in Midtown. I think it sucks. Do you like it up there? Oh my god, oh gross! I've like literally never even been above Twenty Third Street. Dude, same. <laughs> it sucks up there, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like this, the sidewalks are more narrow down here. Like it's just fun. Yeah, well, 
the sidewalks are narrow. Yeah, they're like not as like wide and like uh, imposing, you know, like down here, it's kind of like chill. It's like more of a chill vibe, you know? Mm. What do you do? What you, what's your job? Oh, um, well, I like have an internship. Like I'm not like I'm I, I'm about to go into my senior year. I go to Michigan. Oh, shit. You're still in college. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still in college, but I'm, oh, I'm working in this uh, for this like this like company. You know what I mean? It's like it's they kind of do like something pretty specific. It's like finance. Uh, OK. Yeah. You want to work on Wall Street one day? I don't know, to be honest. Too early to tell. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I'm not really sure. I guess it's just like what I've been told is like a good job. To be honest, I've never really. I really thought about it. I mean, you have to figure that out now. Do you, do you go to the games? You go to the games at the big house? Yeah, yeah. Is that really, really fun? It's really fun, yeah. I want to go to that. It's what, it's like 110,000 people? Yeah, yeah. That's insane. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Do you ever like storm the field after a game? Uh, have yeah, you ever? I, I don't, but like people do. Yeah. 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 You're like, I'm a little bit too dignified for the field storming, Danny. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I get it. Yeah. What, uh, <laughs> did you grow up in New York? Um, I'm oh, sorry. My friends just like one second. Oh, you're yeah. No problem. My no friends, problem. My friends. Um, okay. Wait, so sorry. What was that? Uh, did you grow up here in New York? Or are you from Michigan? Like originally like, but then we, I grew up more, more on like Long Island. Oh, uh, okay. You mm -hmm. went from Long Island to Michigan. It seems like you went from bad to worse. <laughs> Is that like, <laughs> it's just a playful insult. Oh, oh, okay. I see. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Is that like a dad joke or something that I don't get yet? Because I'm. <laughs> I mean, I, you're probably right. I'm probably way too old to be talking to you, but I didn't know how old you are when I walked up. But, you know, I, I hope you have a great night and a great senior year of college. Wait, wait, I'll, where, I'll, maybe I'll hire you in three years. Wait, wait, where do you think you're going? I was just going to go back to my friends. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to put you on the spot at a bar. I just thought you were pretty. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay, whatever. This is just starting to get sexual and weird, but good job, Danny. You did well. <laughs> are Ladies we and gentlemen. Start fucking now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I may be young, but I'm a full-bodied woman. Oh. Huh? Give me a spank. <laughs> <laughs> Very nicely done. End scene. Good job, you. Danny. I think you you passed the test there. Oh, good. It was tough. You know, it can be tough to exactly. talk to a person who doesn't want to talk to you. And no, no, but but that's the beauty of it's like sales. You, if you're good at it, you can get them talking. And once you get somebody talking, now you're talking. Yeah, exactly. Suddenly, the resistant went into, became a person participating. So that's good. Yeah. You don't have to have sex with everybody you talk to either. You can just have a nice conversation for a few minutes and go about your merry way. This is a very, this is a very salesy. Why not? Exactly. You're not going to close a deal on every single conversation. Yeah. But you need to have good conversations to close deals. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Always be closing, Danny. And you Always can learn something from everybody around you too. Yeah. You could learn something in that conversation about why it was nice to grow up in Long Island. I don't know. You know, yeah. you never know. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I want to have one more good Danny question and then we'll do the nut game. Oh, yeah. It's the nuts, right? Yeah. We're going to play Russian roulette with nuts. Um, long story. Anyway, final question for Danny. What does your dream wedding look like? Oh, wow. You know, that's a great question. I only have, I'm sure that my bride will have many thoughts on what she wants it to be like. And I'm glad to defer on all things except for two. The two things that I want or when you walk in, like after the reception, which will be very short and chill, when you walk in, I'm sorry, after the ceremony, when you walk into the reception, there's going to be like waiters and waitresses with like shots on trays. And you have to, that is the price of entry to the reception is you have to do a shot. And the only way you cannot do the shot is if you are in AA. Not only do you have to be in AA, you have to have a chip and you have to put the chip on the tray 
Otherwise, you have to take the shot. That's the party <laughs> vibe we're going for. Good vibes. Forcing yeah. people to take shots. I like that. And, That's fun. Yeah. And then the other thing I kind of want to do, you know that, um, uh, like that country song. Oh, God damn it. What's that called? I ain't as good as I once was. <laughs> <laughs> no. Shout out to Trevor and Clara. That was our song in Austin. That what was, was it? I ain't as good as I once was. Well, I need to get that song. Na, 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 na. Oh, <laughs> fancy like Walker Hayes. Okay. That song, I want to do like act it out. It's like, she's fancy like Applebee's on a date night, Bourbon Street Straw. And so you're going to come and dance in that with your girl? Yeah. Like that's just going to, all of a sudden the lights are going to go down and then she and I are going to like pantomime that whole song. And it's like, someone will slide up an Oreo shake and then put two straws in it. And it's like two straws, one check girl, I got you. And then I'll slide the check across the table and the waiter will come by and snag it. And she'll be like, oh, that was cute. Oh, nice. Like the whole, I want to do the whole thing. And I've heard people have done that before too. I think that'd be fucking hot. That'd be, not hot. Cool. I'd be really hot. <laughs> He's gonna fuck her up down the stage. Danny malfunctioning. <laughs> You're hot, 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 hot. Have <laughs> <laughs> um, a day job, dude. Be careful. Okay, we're gonna do this little fun game of Russian roulette with eating nuts here. Ryan, if you'd like to play too, I think it would spice the game up. So I was at a gas station yesterday, and I saw these little uh, tongue bomb inferno. Uh, jelly beans, five are flavored like cherry, and one is supposed to be really hot. <laughs> and so we're gonna just do a little Russian roulette. Great. Um, I guess yeah, we'll eat them one at a time. So do you want to start? Sure. The one that's speckled worries me. Is they're, they're all speckled. speckled. They're all speckled. They're, they're all. all speckled. All right, here we go. Sweet, sweet cherry. Do the next one. I wonder if there's any like, but on set heat. Yeah, right. um, mine's like straight up cherry. cherry. I don't know what the spicy okay. flavor is. This is the second one. It's cutting into my sugar for the week, bro. Yeah. You guys this all my have a second one. one? All right, here we go. Ready to go. I got the hot you one. You got the hot one? Really? That scared me, but it's sweet. How hot is it? It's hotter than I thought it would be. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, you have to see the you have to see the kid. <laughs> he's not dying he's not going for water he's good this kid is dying look at this kid oh yeah that kid's on fire bro <laughs> this kid it's not that hot this Wait. is intended for like five-year-olds that kid is dying yeah dude this is for kids tongues all right. yeah all right whatever that was dorky <laughs> doubling down listen no. we ryan happy to entertain any fun thing you come up with it looked like fun yeah it was kind that of was fun. fun it was fun i enjoyed the taste of it as well ryan's a good guy dude we're trying to get the new thing on the show is that in your lifetime, you need to have visited 10 or more countries as a baseline to not be a lifetime biker. For Ryan, we're trying to get him there at 30 years old. We understand that there's extenuating circumstances for some people where they can't do that that young. However, we're trying to get Ryan there. I think Ryan's at, what, like four or five right now? I think three. Three, yeah, we gotta get you up there. Danny's- Holdy? You're right, are you? Seven. You're in double bro. digits, right? Yeah, I'm at 11. It's solid, dude. Thanks, bro. And don't you think you're a more, more well-rounded person? Yeah, once you, I didn't even know how many I was at. And then you're like, 11's good. And I was like, oh shit, 11, I guess 11 is good. I mean, Julia's at like 68 or whatever. No, yeah. no, no, not that many. But it's funny, Hillary always jokes that when I'm in a bad mood, she knows she can cheer me up by being like, should we count how many countries I've been to? <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be like, okay. Right. And we actually do it. It's fucking insane. 12. Okay, uh, before we leave here, um, we like to do something with all of our guests, unless we forget. We're not forgetting this time. Uh, we like to see, hear what somebody's ideal day on the road looks like. Now, I know that a lot of the time you're with me. Yeah. So I know what you're doing. But you also have like 
your solo Danny days where I'm not there or whatever. If it were up to you, what would your day on the road look like before you were doing a long set that night? I would, I mean, I would basically like to replicate what I did in Nashville because I'd never been before. I did a double ducker bus tour. I'd like to do something local to the city. I'd like to get a workout in. Wait, so local to the city meaning like something where you can the mo most effectively get to see what the city's like? Yeah. Or if it's, if I've been there a lot, maybe art museum I haven't been to, you know, even if the city I grew up in, like where, where have I not been to mm -hmm. do something kind of like related to the city that I can learn from. Like a lot of comics go to museums. Like I'm totally on board with that idea. And this is like in the morning? Maybe like... Well, I probably like want to go for a run right when I woke up just to get out of the way. Actually, no, I probably want to do the run late in the afternoon. I'm going to shower and then go to the show. Yeah, I'd probably get up, eat lunch, do something local, then go for a run, then uh, shower, then take a nap, then go to the show. Wow. It's all about the, sh the workout in the shower because it's like you don't want to shower too early in the day. If you have shows starting at 730 and you shower at noon, by the time six o'clock rolls around, that shower is going to be starting to wear off. I want to shower right before the show. And is that just for a like efficiency thing? Like you don't want to be spending 40 minutes showering in a day or whatever, however long it takes you. It's just, I want to be fresh as possible for the show. Can't like, you just shower twice? I could, I could, but I don't know if that, I'm going to do that on, on the road. Like I'd rather spend my time that, that might cut into time. Like okay, do I want to shower so twice on the road. Like I shower twice when I have a, when I'm working, but if I'm on the road, I have the day to myself. Mm -hmm. Like Ricky said, he gets ready for five and answer that question. Same. What about five after the right. show? After the show, oh, what I what I like to do is get high during your set with my little weed vape in a way that doesn't um, seem disrespectful to the club. I'll do it in the bathrooms; so they don't see. <laughs> just to, but like mind my p's and q's as the opener, and then uh, just watch your set or whoever the headliner set is, and like just sit there and enjoy it and be like, oh, I got to perform. It was great. I'm in a new city. Julio's killing it. That's I love that. I love it, dude. And then yeah, and then after go out and uh, you know maybe. Hit the town a little bit. Hit the town a little bit. A little Use job. some of those skills that you've acquired over these years. Hey, yeah. you have really nice eyes, dude. <laughs> dude. Yeah, girls <laughs> love when you call him dude off the bat. Danny Palmer. Check out the Danny Palmer Show, his podcast. Thanks. Check, check out his Instagram at Danny Palmer NYC. Thanks. Yeah, you know. What else you got? Black Hat LES every Friday at 9 o'clock. Tickets are now available on my uh, Instagram handle. So, you know, going to try to start selling a bunch of tickets and it's a fun comics. intimate show it's at a coffee shop um and a lot of great comics come in and like workout material in there it's like a pretty chill little vibe definitely go check it out thanks thanks bro i appreciate you having me on this podcast absolutely man anytime good to have you on oopspodcast at gmail.com for emails questions whatever at oopspodcast on instagram uh, make sure, you know, shoot us a, a comment, a like on any, any interaction you can do helps us in that, in that sea of algorithmic craziness. Um, send us the hazing stories, send us hazing stories and enjoy the rest of the summer.